Bush and Ritchie here with your daily takeaway. Thank you for coming along once again. Uh, literally, as we kick things off tonight, we are kind of talking takeaway options. I need your help, Bush. Uh-huh. I need your help to generate a decision for me uh, for this evening. Uh, I know when I get back uh, that uh, it's a parenting swap over. I walk in through front door. Uh, my wife leaves front door uh, to go out for the night. Is that because of the couponing you've had to do? <laughs> no, it's... Oh, it's not about... Oh, fine, it's it's fine. not a personal thing. I thought it would come too much. Uh, so I know that for tonight, uh, there is nothing on the table at this stage when I get in. Ooh. So I've got three options, and I've written them down in front of me. Uh, I'm undecided on what to do. I've numbered them, one, two, and three. I'd okay. like you to pick a number. Uh, th- I w- I'd, what I'd like you to do, actually, is think carefully through this episode of The Daily Takeaway yeah. and generate me a number at the end of between one, two, and three, uh, and it'll pick what I do tonight. Oh, OK, fantastic. Right, so we're gonna, we'll are gonna roll the, the random dice of destiny at the end of this episode. Indeed, that's, that's how it's going to work. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Good to have your company. Uh, let me just let you into a bit of a secret about our house. Uh, every week we have World War Three in our house on hair wash night. OK? So uh, Thea, our middle daughter, who's four years old, has got gorgeous, proper curly curls, God bless her, uh, but it means that she needs a proper, like, proper hair wash. Like, no, no like, two-minute job. It needs uh, proper shampoo, proper conditioner, uh, one of them big, you know, uh, those big jugs, plastic jugs that you put in the microwave with litres on the side. That's to pour over the top of her head. Anyway, whenever it happens, she absolutely screams the house down. And the neighbours <laughs> must think we're strangling her every Wednesday night. So it is a nightmare. So I had, I, I had a little talk with her uh, this morning about it, because we need to do something about it because it's incredibly stressful. And what I tried to do is make her realise how lucky she is by regaling her with stories of what it was like to get your hair washed back in the 70s and 80s. Uh, And there was... uh, I showed her this on my phone. Uh, There was one item that used to strike fear into the hearts of any kids from the 70s and 80s, and children listening now of a certain age probably don't even know what it is. But it is that rubber, slightly off-yellow, hot-cold tap to shower head splitter that grandparents used to have. Do you remember that thing? Oh, I remember that. <laughs> what was with those things? It was. It used to horribly fit onto the end of like a normal tap in the bath and then you'd use turn on the hot, turn on the cold and then it would shake like a <laughs> the death throes of a dying snake and then spit out this weird water out the end of it. And that's how you used to have your air washed. It would never attach properly. There would always be one of the taps where it was sort of like... <laughs> water just sort of coming out of it because it wasn't properly attached. And then if you were un- even more unlucky, you'd be halfway through your hair wash and then the pressure would shoot it off and then you suddenly got <laughs> boiling hot water coming out of the tap or really cold water onto your foot as you're lying down being manhandled as you're getting your hair washed. It was obvious, like a serpent. This thing was like a serpent. It would move around, like I say, like a snake when it was filling up. So, you know, kids don't realise how lucky they are today. Uh, other things as well. I remember, like I remember, like it was yesterday. My my nan and granddad's bathroom in their house in Norris Green in Liverpool, freezing cold, absolutely freezing cold. <laughs> and they had one of those things where you know, had like a wooden shelf across the bath, and on it would be like a pump, like a stone for doing the bottom of your feet, and loads of weird old person implements. I still have one. You're kidding me. No, no, you no, still no. have one of those things? Yeah, they're modernised these days. It's got a little iPod, uh, iPod prop and everything. God, times have changed. You can put a glass of wine in it. That is uh, scary in its own right. <laughs> wow, they used to be absolutely petrified of that. The, 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 the plug for the sink used to always be in there as well. <laughs> so, look, I, I genuinely want to come up with a list of stuff that will, will scare Thea into thinking, oh, actually, it's all right these days. 
Connor said he got third-degree burns on the scalp and being told to stop complaining because of one of these things. <laughs> and if he sees one, it stills make him twitch. <laughs> I have to hold my hand up, although Mum found out in the end. I, I, I managed to hide our spitter hose for a week. I like that. That's <laughs> an ingenious way of stopping it from happening. I discovered that under the sink, if you went in one of the cupboards, actually went round to actual under the... <laughs> under the, the basin itself, so you could, like, wedge stuff behind it. Hide the splitter hose. <laughs> Hide the splitter hose. Kids these days, though, ever so sad to uh, discover, although my research might not be correct, I'm not great at this kind of thing, I don't think you can get Timote anymore. That's, that was what the shampoo of choice was in our house. Are you saying Timote's no longer a thing? Well, I, I, it doesn't appear to be on sale in the UK. I might have got this wrong. I hope I have, because... It's a promise to such flowing locks. Yes, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. For me, back in the day, it was... Uh, and this was, like, next level. And I might... If it's still going, I might buy a bottle of this just to show theory and say, look, if you keep complaining, you keep kicking off, we're going to use this. A bit of Vosine. I remember Vosine. That medicinal smell of green. <laughs> yes. You've got to do what uh, Rob has just texted in with. 8.12.15 says his mum would make him wear a blue foam ring around his head, <laughs> which would stop the shampoo going in his eyes. It's a great idea. At the moment with Thea, we have to lie her back with like a flannel over her eyes, like she's having a baptism. It's absurd. It's completely absurd. <laughs> Helen from Lincoln says, my mum used to lay me across the kitchen draining board. Any kids listening? To this. Listen no up, it's way. important. Lay me across the kitchen draining board and wash my hair in the kitchen sink. Chronic neck ache and really cold if the towel slipped and you touched the metal. And the risk of soap and water in your eyes as well. Wow. It's different times back then, do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, Kate, your memories? Well, this was in the 70s, so I'm, I'm a 70s baby. Okay. Um, and I had to share a bath with my two brothers. Wow, one of which three was older of you. than me and one, one of which was younger than me, still is. Um, and we used to fight over the plug end. What, to, to have the plug end or to yeah. avoid the, the plug end? To have the plug end, because then you got to pull the plug out, which in the 70s was very exciting. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I, I would have always thought the plug end was the worst end I would, to get. I wouldn't I want the plug end. I know, you never sit in the plug end now, do you? That's a good point. So, you know, and that was entertainment. I mean, for now, kids have got PlayStation 5, <laughs> you've got the plug end. I had plugs, but the bad bit, the bad bit was... When I was at the other end, because I never got the plug end, um, my mum used to wash my hair. Yeah. And I'm, actually, I'm sure I always had knits. Um, so we used to have to hide this fact from my brothers because they made fun of me. But when it came to drying my hair, instead of using a towel like normal people, she used to wring it so tightly... It made me cry. Oh. And if you want to see the Fly on the Wall documentary about Kate's child, it's called <laughs> The Waltons. Kate's back time joy in the 70s. <laughs> Phil from Norwell says, My mum developed waterboarding whilst washing my hair, holding a wet fl- flannel over my face while repeatedly emptying a jug full of bath water over my head. <laughs> so cruel. Keep those coming in. Catherine says, Back in the 70s, we didn't have a bathroom. She used to go around the corner to my grandparents' house to use their bath every Sunday. Vosine, split a tap, the works and an avocado bath suite. Uh, Sally's on the line. Sally, what's your main memory of bath night back in the day? Linko beer. Linko beer? I don't even know. What, what is Linko beer? It was so crazy in the 80s of a shampoo which also had beer in. Oh. It was supposed to be really good for blonde hair. I am a blonde. And what, it, was, it, it wasn't actual beer, though. You couldn't like, put it in the fridge and drink it as like a can of lager, no. right? No, I remember it being quite pricey. Wow. Now, famously, Michael Winner, uh, I remember him saying in an interview that he used to wash his hair in Heineken. There is, there is honestly, uh, hair washing properties in beer. Try it tonight. So well, you could literally get a can of Stella, put it on your head, mm-hmm. and then you'd be... Would you not smell like you had been down the pub for well, no, 40 not, hours? Not if you wash it out properly afterwards. <laughs> 
So you can tweet us at Absolute Radio on Home Time. Joanne says, I haven't got any horror stories to share, but I'm glad to hear my four-year-old isn't the only one who kicks off about hair washing. <laughs> See? I've got a whole booklet of them here. Let's add one more onto the list. On the line is Avril. Tell us about uh, washing hair when you were a kid, Avril. Well, the thing was we went to um, a hairdresser's, quite a posh one in Dundee, because I'm from Scotland, and we'd never had our hair washed properly before because it was always up in the chair, put your head forward in the basin. And obviously we're both picking up. And we went into the posh hairdressers and both my sister and I side by side did this on the chair. And the hairdresser looked horrified and me were absolutely mortified because we didn't know. It was like what the guy said earlier. You get a jug of water and you pour it over your hair, but you're always leaning over the basin. Well, see, I mean, weirdly enough, we talked about this before on the show, when I go and get my hair cut in Leon C, they make me lean forwards over the basin and it takes me right back to, you know, being in like some kind of uh, clamshell patterned, uh, uh, you know, bathroom from the 1970s with feeling like I'm drowning with water going in my eyes. Well, that's exactly, it's what you said, waterboarding, because that's what it used to be. And when we were younger, you would sit on the side where the sink was and you'd get your, you'd be washed in the, the, the big sink. And uh, that was back in the 60s. So, yeah, it's, it was it was mortifying. It was mortifying. Posh and salon and climbing up onto the chairs, <laughs> kneeling with your face forward. Kneeling, kneeling face forward, <laughs> forward, bottom up in the air, and that was it. it was, kids, kids don't realise how lucky they are these days, do they? They do not. They do not. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Right, it's time for me to make a confession to the room. Bush, I think I am stumbling into couponing. So, uh, yeah. You what? What is that when it's at home? Couponing. I, I think, if I'm right, I'll explain. I think this is something that could be further from an action that you would do. It sounds like a, like a, a lifestyle choice. <laughs> it is a lifestyle choice. Um, last week, I got a little notification on the phone from my Costa app telling me that if I went and bought a hot drink last week, right. I would get a reward for a free hot drink this week. What are you, Pavlov's dog? So I thought to myself, oh, I'll go and do that. So I uh, went and got myself a hot drink, got me a little reward. Another one pinged off today saying, your reward for a free hot drink expires by the end of Thursday. Don't forget to use it. So I'm sat there at home. There's a coffee machine on the side. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, oh. I bet I can get that uh, free hot So just, I put my coat just on. Just because it's free. It's half past nine, put my coat on, walked off to the high street, 15-minute walk, went to Costa, got my hot drink, cappuccino, <laughs> redeemed the rewards. Unbelievable. Walked back home, 15 minutes, drinking the cappuccino, got home, cappuccino's all gone. Got, got into, the, uh, into the kitchen, coat off, sat back down. There's a machine on the side, could have made myself one, but I'd got myself a free cup of coffee. So did it give you a buzz? Does that give you a good feeling doing that? Yeah, because I, I, I'm, I'm now on two beans. If I get another eight beans, then I get a free coffee next time I go in. So they're kind of controlling your life a little bit. They listen to that, they, they send up a flare and you, you get your coat on, start it's running just town. This is the thing, this has all been since it turned New Year. Pizza Express, also controlling my life. Oh, no. I've got their app. Started realising after a New Year's visit, if you, uh, if you scan while you're in there, you get a little segments of pizza on the app and once you get to about six segments of pizza you get a free side the next time you go in so i've got to go in loads more times just to get a free polenta chips i'm genuinely going to speak to natalie about getting powers of attorney <laughs> make so, her sign stuff for you do you coupon i know I, I don't coupon i'm not i'm not i don't mean it in a bad way because i've got nothing against it because you know god knows these days you've got to save money where you can but I think I'm too thick to coupon. I'm too disorganised. <laughs> I, I, weirdly enough, they You're ask me a if I want. Man. But I'm not. I'm not. I appreciate that. But I'm not. I'm incredibly stupid, like a really like uh, energetic dog. 
I went. I get to. I go to the same coffee shop every day when I'm walking my youngest daughter in the buggy, and they ask me every time if I want to scan. I'll get a free cup of coffee down the line. Cup yeah. of coffee down the line. Can't work out how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> and our, our pin board in the kitchen is full of like three or four stamps full out of nine boxes in <laughs> loyalty cards. Wasting my time. Bush and Ritchie, it's your home time show. One couponer, one who doesn't. What are you getting out of your bag now? I just, I just get my wallet out. It's just the more I was thinking about it, I've been couponing for longer than I thought. Got another he, one here. He's going through cards like someone might look at playing cards. No, this is the, this is like the uh, the greetings card shop on the high street. You get a stamp every time you buy greetings cards. Oh, you're three off there. Clock cards. Yeah, three more three more birthdays, and I get a free free card for someone. <laughs> I, I said earlier on that I'm too thi- I'm too thick to coupon, and, and I do still stand by that. And and I've got someone in my bag. If we're getting stuff out of our bag right now to clarify this, there's four scratch cards that I've won two quid on. And I can't be bothered to go into the shop to sort it out. <laughs> I will do. I will get it sorted. But I'm just not organised enough to do it. That's amazing. In front of us right now, four scratch cards. They're all winning cards. You've not got to redeem them. No, it's pathetic, isn't it? Not only that kind of ma- he's made the money way. It's just too stupid. I just despair. Look, I, I'm going to get you couponing by the end of... But by six o'clock... I've got 45 minutes to get you couponing. I'll be up for it. Uh, what are you coup- Are you a couponer? Like me. I am now. I'm holding my hands up. I'm a couponer. I'm stood here still aghast uh, after coming clean and saying I've uh, very much got into couponing in uh, 2023. Big style. S- still can't believe you've got four winning scratch cards and you've done nothing with them. So opposite are the two of us. As soon as I get the time to go in there and claim my winnings, £2 a go, I'll be up for it. Martin has texted, say, Richie, I bet if you offer Bush a fiver for those scratch cards, he'll take that and and then you can redeem them. Both happy. Thanks. Do you know what? It was saving the legwork, so that might actually work. Thanks very much, Ryan. Uh, we're after an idea to get Bush couponing. Uh, what, what do you do, couponing? You're one like me, Lindsay? Uh, yeah, yeah, I am, yeah. What can, uh, <laughs> what, what can we try and get Bush into? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be the Greg's one. Got to be the Greg's, Greg's. one. Literally, I'm enjoying the Greg's coffee right now. Right. And it basically went in there to grab one before college, and he said, download our app. And, and that's what I've done. I've, I downloaded it then and there. You get a free coffee for downloading. Yeah. And then, you know, buy nine items and get any temps for free. Anything. So, so I could go in, I could go in, have a few coffees in there and then get a free yum yum or something. Yep, exactly. All exactly. right, or a that. sandwich or anything. Richie, this, these things are controlling your life. You're going to be sleeping in the car <laughs> soon. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but what happens to brand... Are you guys not... You're not brand loyal. I guess you'll go wherever the deals go then, you two couponers. Is that right? Is that how it oh, works? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, get yeah. So I, many apps on my phone. I'll have I'll have me, I'll have me coffee anywhere that's offering <laughs> points. Exactly, exactly. Some incredible couponing from Sam, who says his Tesco club card vouchers all year. He uses them on his Christmas shop. Last year should have cost him £128. After the coupons, he paid only six. That makes your walk back into town oh, with I your know. Costa Coffee amateur hour, isn't it? I'm doing that this year, Sam. Great idea. Slippery slope, slippery slope. <laughs> Thank you so much for the support uh, I personally have received after my confession earlier on this afternoon uh, that I've become a couponer. Uh, some great ideas for <laughs> you need to support me slide is sliding out of control some great ideas for future couponing uh, sue's tweeted microsoft rewards uh, we recently earned enough points to get 100 pounds off our new xbox dead Ooh. easy to rack up the points as well see that's great so you, you you're playing your games to rack up points to get an even better console i love that the video games and games points coupons now yeah. you're talking yeah. now you're really <laughs> he's interested i've got him uh, we've got mal on the line mal you're a bit of a couponer yourself yeah not 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 the same as your partner in crime to that level if i'm honest um okay. go back to the late 80s as an area manager with a big construction firm 
and I lived in a hotel in South End, but my area was anywhere from Leeds right down to Brighton. So I drove miles and miles every week, so it cost a fortune, but I didn't pay for it, the company did. So anyway, where I was the hotel was, there's a garage nearby, so every morning went in, filled up, and they used to give you, it was like um, a voucher, and it was related to, you know, I get a Tesco club card, you put two pounds with it, and you get one point. Yeah. And they gave you these vouchers, and of course I just got in, just chucked on the dashboard, I thought, yeah, great, baby. And I went in one day and I was saying, well, what do you get for the vouchers? It was like the old Green Shield stamps type thing. Anyway, we were chatting away and she said, oh, over in the corner, she said, that's the display of the things that you can get. But she said, to be honest, there's a couple of small items, you know what I mean, like books and things like that. She said, that's what most people get. She said, because you can't really save up a lot. I thought, well, I appreciated her honesty. So anyway, at the end of about 12 months, I was adding all these up. I went in, same girl was there, so I showed her. She sort of went white, she said, you can take pretty much our entire stock with it. <laughs> <laughs> you cleaned them out. I had a set of suitcases. I had, I think it was a skateboard. It was a barbecue. <laughs> it, it was like going into the special island, all these and littles, you know, they, they had things there. I think the only thing that was missing was a canoe. But I, I, I literally took their entire stock. Mal, I, you I, are king coupon. <laughs> that is a top coupon him. <laughs> Shelling in Nottingham. I'm into extreme couponing. Whoa. Top cashback, Richie. You need to get into that. <laughs> Sounds a bit of me, that does. Do you know what? I think you're literally millimetres away from cryptocurrency. <laughs> I love it. It's, it's escalated it. quite badly during the course of this hour on Home Time. <laughs> this is the Daily Takeaway. If you listen to this show on a regular basis, you'll have heard Richie and I both say at various points that we'd love a dog at some point. Oh, yeah. Not together as a platonic couple, but each for our own little families, that kind of thing. Uh, one fella... Uh, has taken this to the next level. It's an amazing thing. It's a new story we're both obsessed with. It's about a man in Japan uh, called Toko who has spent £12,480 uh, designing, having designed for him the most unbelievable dog outfit so he can live his days uh, dressed as a... Is that a border collie? That is a border collie. It's your classic uh, lassie dog uh, if you go back to the 80s kind of thing. And this guy's huge on social media. Uh, apparently, people are absolutely loving it. But the, the difference is, you remember the Channel 4 documentary about that people always talk about with, with those guys that dressed up as dogs? Yes. Remember that? I was yeah. obsessed with that. Uh, that was just obviously someone in a dog outfit walking upright. Mm. Doesn't look anything like a dog. This outfit, and we'll, we'll put it on Twitter, keep an eye out at Absolute Radio. This Toko guy, his uh, £12,000 uh, is, is very well spent because it looks like a dog. It looks like a dog. It's amazing. I mean, we, we, we speak about how we both love to get a dog ourselves. One of the things that people always say is, oh, they're expensive, and B, they're a tie. Well, it's still expensive, but I guess it's less of a tie spending £12,000 if you are the dog yourself. You're the dog. <laughs> He's rumbled quite a great idea there. But you know what, £12,000, that's not that much. So you think about what people spend on, like, yeah. you know, uh, their hobbies and stuff like that as well. I mean, the, the amazing bit that just jumps out from me at this article he says apparently he's also learned how to eat fake dog food venture outside in a lift and even hang in a hammock <laughs> it's a bit it's, he says it's a childhood dream come true I, you know and in this in this world where sometimes you do have your dreams crushed and you don't achieve or get to be happy he's living the life isn't he he's living the dream absolutely fantastic pictures of him lying in a lying in a hammock pretending <laughs> to be a dog i don't think a normal dog would lie in a hammock 
No, uh, no, that's a very good point, actually. I feel bad getting in touch with them, so there is a bit of an inconsistency. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. Have a little thing now, though, and um, do, do join in with this at home. If you could have a £12,000 outfit that would make you look just like a particular animal, maybe an animal you've always dreamed of being for a day, what would it be and why? This is The Daily Takeaway. Uh, if you look on Twitter at the moment, at Absolute Radio, you can see the video of us uh, assembling the El Chapo Toasty. OK, now that... Uh, well, admittedly, is quite lowbrow because yeah. it's like you know, just like loads of grease and stuff like that as well. But it's good. But there's two sides to this show. The other side of this show is very, very highbrow, or at least it will be for 2023. Uh, Richie and I have been very kindly bought um, like a little hamper for Christmas by a lovely listener, which is an amazing thing. One thing in the hamper we've uh, never previously encountered, and that is loose leaf tea. And we oh. thought to ourselves when we were chatting the other day, we need to get into drinking that, like the final thing. See what I mean? We will have at least one cup of tea, at least one cup at of least. tea during every show, but it's never loose leaf, it's just bagged. But you guys obviously think we are more highbrow than we are because you're buying us Fortnum and Mason loose leaf black tea. Comes in a tin, looks like something you might get if you went around a stately home, National Trust thing, and they've mocked it up to look like the, uh, you know, the Edwardian times. Looks like something out of a Dickens novel. Hey. But I've never been anywhere near loose leaf tea. It says here that they've served every reign of British monarchy since uh, and have honoured many times with royal warrants and appointment uh, with this tea. So we are literally drinking with royalty here. It's it's called the Royal Blend, this particular one. So look, we'd love to use it. We'd love to have a a cup of it this week. (laughs) But we're well aware that uh, we're newbies on the scene. We've no idea what we're doing. No idea what we're doing at all. We don't want to do it wrong or end up eating it or something. We know we haven't got the gear for it. We know that we can't just put the... The contents of this tin... Shake it into a cup. ...in an absolute Radio <laughs> Dayberry breakfast show mug and then pour boiling water in it. do not work like that. So any intel, please, because we know you're a very uh, you know, very cultured bunch, mm. the home-time listeners. We're after your advice, though, if you, if you drink it, because we have so much tea, but it's always in bags. No idea what we're doing with this. Uh, the most out there I've ever done is triangle those pyramid tea bags. <laughs> That's it? as far as it's got. Um, 8, 12, 15 for your text. Rachel says, I have that tea. Three teaspoons in a little pot... Let it brew for ten minutes. You'll have two perfect brews. There's your first problem. We don't have a pot. We haven't got the kit. No, we haven't got the kit. Someone in the Absolute Radio family who is upmarket, I would say, in many ways. Oh, I'll take it. It's Danielle Perry from the Evening Show. Thank you very much. You yeah, are. You, she is upmarket, isn't she? She's is upmarket. She is indeed. I cut above the the common cloth of yourself and I, Richie. And you drink loose leaf black tea, yeah? It's lovely. It is really nice. My old next door neighbours always used to have loose tea. Uh, to the point they had the teapot that's always stained, you know, that like you know when people <laughs> have drunk so much tea. Yeah. But it's nice. I mean it's more upmarket if you go into a cafe. I saw this French lady once walk in and they said, What tea would you like if you went Darjeeling? I mean, that's classy, isn't it? Yeah, Julie. See, uh, the the issue is we've got with it, Danielle. Obviously, normally when we make a cup of tea, we'll just go into the kitchen Mm. um, and then try and find a spoon because there's hardly anything in this building for some reason. But you just put it in and and go go for it. But we can't just just make it. We need stuff. You need equipment to do loose-leaf tea, right? Yeah, you've got to have one of those glass teapots with the the bit in the middle. Have you seen those? Have you seen those that have got like the sort of sieve and you put the leaves in that kind of brews it for you? No, I thought it was just like a teapot and a strainer or, or something. All that. I'll make, I'll make a list of, well. of kit, right? So, <laughs> clear teapot. Yeah. I know where you can get one for a fiver. <laughs> I feel like I get stitched up for an apprentice gag here. <laughs> can you get a short stand? And then uh, a sieve. Well, you have to have. You can have either or. So either have the teapot with the built-in sort of sieve in it right. or you can have a classic teapot with a... A little sort of strainer, but it comes with a little saucer to put the strainer in. 
So you don't like... There's a lot to think of, now, isn't there? a bespoke question that we can ask you, because obviously this nation runs on tea, workplaces run on tea here yeah. in the UK, but you as a presenter here at Absolute Radio, drink loose leaf tea, have you ever done it in a radio studio or is this something you'll just do at home? As Bush said, as you know, Richie, you know, over the past two decades, you'll be lucky to find two knives and five teaspoons <laughs> in any radio station you've it's ever been in. No. <laughs> so we need a teapot. Do we need a teapot? We should get a teapot. You need a teapot to start with. What yeah. are they going to think of us? Everyone else here, like, everyone else going by with their teapots. They go, oh, don't touch that. That's Bush and Richie's teapot. That's it. What will they say about us behind our backs? We finally will get the credit and the uh, adulation we deserve. Uh, so thank you for the intel, Danielle. We are, we're heading towards at some point this week, maybe. Finally having a cup of this tea, because it's been in the uh, cupboard for three weeks. Uh, what is coming up on the evening show this evening? I'm going to talk about the 1975, right? This the year band. of my birth. Was it really? Yeah. Okay. They were, um, you know, they came out with these singles like Chocolate and stuff years ago, and now what they're doing is so different, and they're like putting on sort of theatre productions of shows, so we're talking about that. I saw him, the lead singer, Tom. Matty. Oh, is it, what's his name? Matty Healy. Matty Healy. So, we can call him Tom. <laughs> I'm embarrassing my kids even by talking about this. I saw him suck a fan's thumb. Yes. At the this, front of a gig. Yeah, this is a thing, yeah. that yeah. Uh, I wasn't going to talk about that bit. They do it. <laughs> they had their hands out, like, obviously, like, loving him, but, you know, the way people put their hands out when they're in a crowd, and he sucks someone's thumb. <laughs> Would you ever do that to him? Suck a thumb you never met someone before? It's a no from me. <laughs> Same as the teapot. Suck a thumb or loose tea. Which way? Big thank you to Danielle Perry for her steer on things a bit earlier on. If you've got any intel, tell us about it. Someone's texted to say, guys, you need to get someone in to read your tea leaves. See what 2023 has in store for you and how much money you'll save with the coupon. <laughs> They're mocking us. Full circle. It comes full circle. <laughs> Stuart and Elsner report uh, backing Danielle up with that tea diffuser. That's what they're called. Come within a teapot in the retailer's chamber in the middle. Uh, get yourself a glass one. You can watch the process before your very eyes. I thought a diffuser was a thing that girls put on the end of their hair dryers. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Well, that's it. Uh, thank you very much for uh, you um, just prepping for the, the big takeaway decision. What I want to do, rather than... I feel too much pressure on me to mm-hmm. pick a one, one, two or three for what you have for tea tonight. Yeah. Because if it turns out not to be any good, then I'll feel bad. Mm-hmm. So what I've done, I'm going to write down one, two and three on a bit of paper. Yeah. Which I've already done and assigned to the three options. And then I can randomly pick one of those out and this is what you're going to have for tea tonight. So very over-the-top way of deciding a dinner, isn't it? This, this puts the National Lottery or the FA Cup draw to shame. <laughs> I wouldn't know what the FA Cup draw is because we're out. Here we go. And tonight's dinner will be dinner number two. <laughs> That's the funniest option of the lot. Because actually, when you look at it, option number one was getting an M&S ready meal at Liverpool Street before I got the train. That's, that's no way to live. Option number three was doing an omelette. It's just lazy. I, li- I like that. I like that. I feel like something you might make if you were on the run. Option number two was get a takeaway. So all we've decided is I get a takeaway. I haven't yet decided what form. This is like <laughs> choose your own adventure. Turn to page 66. 